0: And I think that there's a time and place for hiring professional coach and for seeking mentors that are several steps ahead of you that are looking to be a mentor and have a mentor-mentee relationship and to be able to give back. And then there's a time for the community and just being a part of something, a group, where you can get that ongoing support. Welcome to the Audience Converter Podcast
1: Do you struggle with getting your message in front of the right people? I don't mean figuring out which of the many social media channels to be out there. Whenever you have a new offer or a new opportunity or even a new resource that you really want to share with your community, do you struggle with getting your community to actually open your emails? I have created a really awesome in-depth workshop where we'll go through exactly how you can use a welcome series. It's a series of five to seven emails that people get when they first join your list that creates a curated customer experience and leads to higher engagement rates, higher conversion rates, and higher open and click rates. You can join me and grab your ticket at theaudienceconverter.com slash workshop. If you've ever wanted to create an engaged community that you know is going to be more eager to open your messages, learn about your offerings, and of course, expand the audience in which see your offer and have the opportunity to invest their time, energy, resources, and money with you, this is definitely an option for you to get those welcome series written. So this three hour workshop will be a get it done style, training, time to write, and time to get feedback. Grab your ticket at theaudienceconverter.com workshop. We have another excellent episode in store for you ahead on this edition of the Audience Converter for Community Leaders podcast. I'm really excited. I got the opportunity to talk with a wonderful woman. Her name is Rachel Lubchonsky, and she runs a fantastic, amazing community of entrepreneurial women. And before COVID was definitely doing tons of in-person meetups and, and really helping the entrepreneurial community thrive in the Colorado area. But, you know, we had a fantastic conversation about not only community building and why it's such a great and powerful resource for you, for your business, and for for the people that you help, but also in figuring out, you know, how to invest in being a part of a community, which is a really important conversation for many people to have. Because there are so many different communities out there you can join, but you have to join the right one. And you have to join the one where you can actually contribute and have the energy, time, and resources to contribute in the right way. So we talk about when to look for a mentor and when to look for community, how to become a part of the right community, and how much time to invest in being a part of a community so that your community is being a benefit to you and not being an additional drag on your time. So definitely, uh, this is the episode to listen to for any and all community leaders out there, figuring out how to structure your community, how to make sure that your community is being a benefit to its members, and of course, how you can search out and find a community as well. So listen in. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Audience Converter Podcast. I'm Kimberly Whitecamp, your host, conversion copywriter, and marketing strategist. Today, we're going to talk about how to grow and scale your business with the help of a community, which is something that a lot of us as entrepreneurs, we always think that we're going it alone, but really, there's tons of us out there, and we should all join together. And to help me do this, I have the amazing Rachel Lubchonsky with me. She launched her first business back in 2004 in the Fashion industry. Without a blueprint, she figured all of it out on her own with lots of trial and error, tons of research, and what seemed like endless hours of work, which to me, it sounds a little bit exhausting. So when she launched Real Impact in 2016, she set out to help more people be able to launch and grow their entrepreneurial businesses without all of the trial and error and seemingly endless hours of work. She wanted to fuel her greatest passion of positively impacting others, do work that is deeply fulfilling, and of course, having a flexible schedule to have control over what she earns and have a positive impact on others. She helps people craft their dream life lifestyle. And for her, that includes spending time with friends and family, hiking and biking. So Rachel, thank you so much for being with me here on the show and welcome. Thank you so much, Kimberly. I'm delighted to be here. Really excited to have you on. I know you run uh, an entrepreneurial community for women and doing meetups and that kind of thing. So I'd love to know a little bit more about your journey and kind of how you got to be doing what you're doing. Thanks. So you mentioned that first business and I learned during
0: that time that I had to seek out my own mentors. I had to surround myself by other people who had walked in my shoes before me, who I could learn from. And without them, I think the journey would have been even more difficult. So fast forward to 2016, when I moved to Denver, Colorado and Started meeting a lot of people and trying to figure out what was next for myself. I knew I wanted to start another business, but I wasn't exactly sure what it was going to look like. And what I kept hearing from people was that they wanted that same freedom of time, space, the flexibility to be able to chart their own course, wear the many hats that we as women wear in our lives, and to intentionally you know, challenge the status quo and really think about what it is that they wanted to be doing as far as work goes. And so I turned my experience from my first business into more of a systematic step-by-step process that could really support other women in launching and growing their own businesses. And through that, I was meeting so many great women. And I ultimately came to decide that as a somebody who's really passionate about connecting other women to, to each other, I decided to host a Women's Entrepreneur Conference in Denver. And that first conference in 2018 brought in 150 women, and thus the community was born. So they showed up and told me, they, they modeled, they showed that this is what they were looking for and what they were needing in their journey
1: that's such a a key part to basically building anything that you're going to be doing whether it's a business a community you know getting that feedback and gathering that information of you know you have in your mind what you think people want to need but then also having those conversations with people about what is it that they want to need so i love that you know you were meeting all these great people so you wanted to create a place for them to get together and from that this community was born absolutely and i continue to listen i think
0: that that's really key for any leader to have their ears to the ground and be hearing what the experiences are of our community members and continually adjust and uh, modify the path and bring in you know the speakers that they're looking for and support them in the ways that they're asking for so it's really been a pleasure and an honor to be able to help create space for these women to access each other And the resources and the learning, the growth opportunities that they need to
1: really step into their full potential and build successful, sustainable businesses. Absolutely. So one of the things you mentioned which I it definitely resonated with earlier when talking about your journey was, you know, you had to go and search out your own mentors. You kind of had to figure out exactly what you needed and then go find where they were. So for people who uh, are realizing that, you know, having a mentor or having a coach or having a community is a is a really uh, powerful factor in in growing and scaling their business, what kinds of things should they be looking for or how do they know if they found that right fit?
0: Mm. Well, I think first of all, we have to listen to our intuition. You know, when you meet somebody and all that, you just hit it off so quickly, I call that a big hot love fest. And you know when that's happening, right? You know it in your heart, in your gut, like your body feels differently, you feel excited. And so when you're seeking those people out, I think it's just having one conversation, building one relationship at a time. And then through those relationships, identifying who are those people that you feel like can be your thought partners, trusted sisters by your side to support you both in the good times and the challenging times where you feel like, you know, they that you have a safe space between you to be able to talk about the real stuff that's happening day to day. And so in terms of advice, I would suggest that you wait for those people. So for those feelings, when you're looking for the, that small circle of support that you're going to create around you. And I think that there's a time and place for hiring professional coach and for seeking mentors that are several steps ahead of you that are looking to be a mentor and have a mentor-mentee relationship and to be able to give back. And then there's a time for the community and just being a part of something, a group where you can get that ongoing support absolutely
1: especially like so many of us we feel there must be a, a magic bullet right or that that magic cure or that magic little piece you know we implement this and it's going to magically happen for all of us so i think a lot of people when they start looking for oh i need a coach because if i just have that one magical coach then everything is magically going to be better right and i like what you said about you know, there being a time specifically for finding other peers to connect with, finding a community to connect with, and then actually finding a professional to work with. So if somebody isn't sure if they're, if they're looking for a community or if they're looking for a way to help grow, but they're not sure which of those three is a great fit, what kinds of questions do you think they need to be asking themselves before finding uh, that right fit?
0: That's such a great question, Kimberly. I think, you know, being empowered with the right questions will definitely lead you to the right place and to getting what it is that you need. So one thing that people want to ask themselves is, are they looking for somebody to hold their hand to be sort of like that that person who walks alongside them on that journey? Or are they looking for somebody to give tools, specific structure, guide them in a specific way? You know, so those are two different avenues that might lead to hiring a business coach in the latter example, and in the first, looking for more of a mentor, or even a thought partner or an accountability partner. So that person that can really be with you on an ongoing basis and for the long term, whereas I would see a business coach as looking for like that start and then a finish. So you're looking for a finite period of time, specific project or goal that you want to tackle. So if it's starting a business, right, you want to ask, what do you give me? What am I, where am I going to be 60, 90 days from now through working with you? And then in terms of community, I just think that that's a non-negotiable. So it's not even about asking the right questions. It's about finding the right people and surrounding yourself with the people who make you feel really good, who help boost your confidence and who can be supportive in those times when you need that as well.
1: Those are such great questions to ask. And I love how you you broke down the difference between seeking a mentor and seeking a coach. And you know, having that that finite approach to something, that there's a start and there's an end. I think a lot of us kind of overlook that uh, because we're like, oh well, we want to grow. But we kind of forget that you know, the best way to do that is to set clear goals that have a start and end point so you can you know, race towards a particular finish line. And that's when you know, maybe a coach would come in. And then the mentor relationship might be a little bit different. So that's, that's a really great uh, breakdown of the differences. And I, you know, I agree, community is non-negotiable. I'm actually a part of more than one community uh, because each of them has a, a, has a different tool or a different set of resources I can utilize.
0: Absolutely. And and I think that that's key too, is, you know, people sometimes feel like I'm going to try and get everything in one place. And that's just not possible. I mean, if we think about the relationships in our lives, we don't get everything that we need and and be in relationship with somebody in a way that we give of ourselves everything that we want to be able to give with just one person, right? So we have to find, we have to piece it together in a way that makes us whole that is that complete picture and that complete circle of support that we need and so there might be avenues where you get more of the friendship and the sisterhood and sort of those warm feelings and like it feels like your people you know people you want to hang out with and then in another community you might get more of that practical professional development that's out there. So it is important to look around and see what are the, and ask yourself and do the research to find out what are the strengths, what are the highlights of each of those groups, what do they offer? And then looking also at your own resources, your time resources in particular, and and thinking about how much you have to invest in being a part of those communities, because that's really where the benefit lies. I talk about the give and get model. And at Sheer Impact, we're all about showing up and creating space for you to share your talents and your expertise. And that's the give. And then on the get side, asking for what you need, right? And so to find those places where you feel like you can be of value, of service, which really feeds into, I think, your own sense of fulfillment and purpose, while also having that safe space to get what it is that you need to ask those hard questions, to talk honestly about where you're at in your journey, and to get the support you need to move forward.
1: Definitely, it's uh, I like that the give and get model because so many of us, uh, we look at like finding a community and we think, oh, I'm going to get this resource and this resource and this resource and this resource and this resource, and we kind of forget that part of being a community is. Being a part of the community is interacting, is speaking with people, is uh, having that connection. And if all we look at is, oh, these are all of the resources I'm suddenly going to have access to, we kind of forget that there's somebody else in that community that needs what we have. And by us not participating, we're, we're depriving somebody of getting that help that they're looking for. Absolutely. And nobody
0: just wants to be a taker, right? It feels so good to be a giver. And I think that it's that balance that really leads to the most fulfilling community engagement.
1: Definitely. So, you know, talking about the uh, engagement in communities, you know, you've got some people who engage the right amount and then sometimes you're like, oh, it's this person again. (laughs) Um, so when talking about uh, participating in a community, do you think there are particular rules or guidelines on, on how to be the best uh, community member? Oh, that's another great question, Kimberly. Yeah,
0: definitely. I mean, I think showing up, being consistent and being aware of how much you're taking first giving and trying to balance that out. I think that that's an important consideration. The second is to be a good listener, you know, just to listen. I think that we have so much to learn by listening to the conversations around us, can really fully respond when we actively listen. Also, reaching out to people one-on-one. So sometimes when we're part of a community, we especially the introverts among us sometimes feel like we can get lost in the mix, right? And so I think it's important to find one or two people and just reach out and say, hey, I noticed you're in the same community. Can we just like hop on a coffee chat? I'd love to get to know you more. And that might be a safer place to maybe open up, share more, and see if that person may be a good fit for that ongoing thought partnership or accountability partnership.
1: Yes, there is something to be said for that personal connection, um, especially since a lot of us feel, oh, well, if I reach out, then maybe that person's too busy, right? They already participate enough in the community. They don't need to hear from me. So kind of overcoming that thought process of, you know, we're all in a group, but that's a group setting. And it's, it's kind of hard to, to make those more personal connections uh, in that group. But the group's a great place to find other people to make those personal connections. Absolutely. And that's where
0: the magic lies, right? When you hop on a call and you find other commonalities that you didn't even know you had with somebody and you start to go deeper and really build a more meaningful relationship. I mean, that's the richness in those communities is when those smaller micro communities within start forming.
1: Definitely. You know, and it's one of those things. If you never reach out, you'll never know if there are is that a general connection. You know, I live in Missouri, which tends to not be a hub of entrepreneurial activity, uh, <laughs> or uh, have a lot of people that necessarily leave. And reaching out to different people in communities that I have just joined recently, and and getting on calls with them, I actually found one person who was born in the city I live in, and another person who literally lives like ten minutes away from me, and. I would never interact with them because, you know, going to different uh, types of communities, we weren't in a community before, right? So you never Mm -hmm. know who you don't know until you actually start reaching out and talking to people.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, when you and I hopped on a call together for the first time, we realized I'm from St. Louis and you were in Missouri. And that was something that we didn't even know when we initially,
1: when we initially connected. So absolutely. Definitely. I've I've definitely expanded the number of people I, I at least know who, it, who can find Missouri on a map. Let's put it that way. Um, <laughs> because they have some kind of connection to it. So, you know, we've talked so much about uh, finding the right community and defining when you are looking for a mentor versus when you're looking for a coach. You know how listening and contributing to a community can really help. Uh, a lot of people they're they're wanting. Okay, well, communities are great, but how can it really truly help me grow my business? If you've got somebody who's like, yeah, maybe communities for me, maybe it's not. What would you tell them uh, about why it's such a key part to to growing? Well,
0: again, it depends on what kind of a community that you are that you're joining. But in the sheer impact community, we put a lot of emphasis on empowering people and creating the opportunities for people to learn very practical, actionable skills and strategies. And so all of our master classes are there, they go deep, right? So we don't talk high level, we're going to actually show you how to do something so you can directly apply it to your business before you walk away that day. And so I think that that's, definitely one way that you can that you can continue to move your business forward is by being a part of a community where you can get the deep professional development opportunities and the other way is through those one-on-one relationships that blossom i've seen lots of collaborations form out of our Out of our network, I've seen referral partnerships form, and so you never know who you're going to meet, but when you're intentional about connecting with people one-on-one, learning more about them, finding where the two of you can intersect, then I think those opportunities reveal themselves, and thus, we each build our businesses that way, right? So whether it's that we are referring, cross-referring business to one another or finding ways to collaborate, expand our voices, expand our reach, gain visibility, I mean, those are all great ways to build your business.
1: Absolutely. And it's very true that when you're a part of a community and you reach out to those people, they're, they're ready to have that conversation. They're in the right frame of mind. To be reached out to, right? So many of us we're, we're not really huge fans of cold prospecting or sending out cold messages, but when you're in the community already, you have a connection point, and then you also have kind of that starting point and know that if you reach out to somebody as the connection point is your community, then you know they're they're in that right place to be having the right kinds of conversations. They're open to the conversation. They're interested in that conversation.
0: Absolutely, and I think so many people battle that fear, if you will, of reaching out to somebody in that cold call manner.
1: And this just creates an immediate commonality that you can jump from. Absolutely. So we are nearing the end of our time and we've talked about so many great things about finding the right community and and how to make sure that you're participating in the community fully. What would you say is one big action item people need to take to start finding the right community? So I would say to find three communities that speak
0: to you, you know, that seem like perhaps they could be a good fit and dive into the research, maybe seek out a handful of people within each of those communities, hop on calls with them, learn more about their experiences from those communities, what they're gaining, what they're learning, what kind of connections they've made through those communities, and then taking action on, on Deliberately joining one, making a commitment, taking that first step, putting your, putting your money where your mouth is and getting involved in one and then seeing what can happen from there. But it takes that first step, it takes the intentionality and it takes the commitment to be a part of something and to be consistent in that, in showing up so that you can really develop those relationships that are going to be transformative.
1: Definitely. Uh, second, uh, I love that your answer included the words research because that's where I start all of my marketing campaigns. <laughs> and you know, if, if you're going to be doing anything that's an investment in your business, you want to do your research first. Uh, whether Absolutely. it's uh, you know a free community, whether it's a community that's only nine dollars a month, it doesn't matter because it's also an investment of your time and an investment of your mental energy to be a part of that community. So you want to make sure that it's the right fit for you before before fully committing to it. Mm, so true. Mm-hmm. So Rachel, I want to say thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom with my audience. And if people want to learn more about you and what you do, uh, where can they find you? Thank you. First of all, I just want to thank you
0: so much for having me and for letting letting us, giving us the opportunity to talk all about community building. I'm really passionate about that and, and ensuring that great women connect to other great women and to the tools and resources and everything that they need to be successful in building their dream business. So this has been really great. You can find me at realimpact.com, and that's my, those are my initials. So it's R E L impact.com and I'm on Facebook and Instagram at real impact as well.
1: Fantastic. And it was my pleasure to have you on the show and talk about the importance of community. I think it's one of those things and one of my big drivers is, you know, entrepreneurs, we oftentimes feel alone and we don't need to be. So I love that you, you've built this great community for women and I was very happy to have you on the show. So thank you so much for being on. And uh, until next time, folks, keep calm and carry on. Thanks for listening to the Audience Converter Podcast. For more information and important links about today's show or for access to our website
0: visit theaudienceconverter.com. Take a moment to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.